0: Well, good evening, everyone. My name is Warner Aldridge, and I'm one of the pastoral interns here at Del Rey. And before we get started, let us pray once again as we uh, go to God's word. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we thank you for this time tonight. And Lord, we ask that you help us. We ask that you help us because we need spiritual eyes in order to see. Lord, please rid us of any distractions that may come our way. And we pray, oh Lord, that we may learn from you. Help us to be edified tonight, that we grow, and that we seek to live lives to your glory. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. It was the day that we were scheduled to leave for Christmas, And Bible time had started when my wife texted me saying, we need to go to the ER. She had started experiencing pain from our pregnancy. We rushed to the hospital only to have the doctors tell us that she needed surgery due to an abnormal pregnancy and miscarrying. A number of questions began to fill my mind. What is going on? Why is this happening? Doesn't God love us? But while she was recovering, I remember praying and reading Psalm 121. You see, we are all on a journey in this life. And whether it is the loss of a pregnancy, job furloughed, death, sickness, disease, loneliness, Whatever trial or tribulation, we have a place to look for help. Turn with me to Psalm 121. I've titled tonight's message as Protection for the Journey. And our main idea for this evening is this. Believers can confidently trust the Lord to protect them during their journey in life. Again, believers can confidently trust the Lord to protect them during their journey in life. A few weeks ago, Edwin started us off with Psalm 120, and in our distress, we call to the Lord and he answers us. And tonight, Psalm 121 picks up with the Lord answering us and recognizing our help comes from him. This Psalm is one of the song of ascents. Psalms 120 through 134 were sung by pilgrims on a journey up to Jerusalem and ascending to the temple. Read with me now, Psalm 121. The Lord's word reads this. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Verse one, the psalmist begins with, I lift up my eyes. You see, lifting conveys contemplation, intense thinking. He lifts them up because of the tasks before him. And where does he lift his eyes? He says, to the hills. The hills, or in other translations, the mountains. His journey consists of traveling through the hills to Jerusalem. This journey to the holy city could consist of robbers, wild animals, sleek pathways, loose rocks and valleys. The trip ahead was very intimidating. And so he has a real concern. And this brings a reaction in the form of a question. Look at what he asks next. He says, from where does my help come? That is, where does my assistance, my protection, my guidance come? This word help is a term used for divine intervention in which the Lord provides for the people and what they are lacking. Where does the provision come from? The psalmist thinks upon his safety and what he would need along this journey, but he knows the answer. Notice what he says next in verse two. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He knows his protection comes from the Lord. He is confident. He knows his help comes from the covenant-keeping God, Yahweh. It is more than simple assistance. He knows he needs help for what he could not do himself. The Lord is the source of one's help. And as the psalmist perceives that there will be some dangers as the pilgrims travel to the holy city, He knows the source of his protection, the Lord. And who is the Lord? He is the one, verse two says, who made heaven and earth. He is the creator of the world. He is all powerful. He has created the universe and everything in it. The creator of these hills. The psalmist is lifting up his eyes to the hills that the Lord has created. Psalm 124 verse eight reads this, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. He knows the Lord has created everything in it, including the hills that he must walk through. If the pilgrims were to walk faithfully in the obedience of the Lord of creation by going up to worship him, They could be confident to overcome any trials along the way. Can we say the same for ourselves? As we travel through this journey in life, do we express confidence in the Lord of creation? Or is our confidence in ourselves and our circumstances? Verse 3, he will not let your foot be moved. The psalmist continues with he, that is, Yahweh, will not let your foot be moved. It gives the depiction of staggering or to sway. Along the journey, it is a treacherous walk in the hills and valleys, yet the Lord will see the psalmist safely to his destination. He won't let his foot stagger. Everyone is on a pathway in this life. Either you are walking on a pathway to eternal life or death. But if you've been born again, give thanks because God will keep you on the pathway to eternal life with him because of belief in his son, Jesus Christ. But If you haven't been born again, then I beg of you to turn from your sins and believe in Jesus so that he will not let your foot be moved. Because the same God you believe protects you today is the same God you'll need protection from on the day of judgment. Look next at verse three. He who keeps you. This is the first of the five times the psalmist mentions the word keep. There is emphasis being placed. Keep is defined as to guard, to protect, to take care of. He will protect the psalmist on this journey. He is the guardian. But also, he will not slumber. Slumber here is the illustration of lack of attention or indifference. God is never indifferent to the journey of his people. He is watching, he is all knowing, and he is vigilant. Be encouraged, dear Christian, because you are not alone. God is ever present while you are on this journey in life. He won't let you be moved, He is not indifferent to the challenges on your journey, but not only does he keep individuals, but he keeps nations as well. Look with me at verse four. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord not only protects individuals, but he also protects nations. He says the Lord keeps Israel. He watches after his people as a parent who protects their child. The Lord protects his people. And notice this. He's always aware. The Lord will neither slumber. He is watching all of the time. He guards nations. He won't slumber. But guess what? He won't sleep either. He won't fall into a state of his consciousness being broken. He isn't napping in his watchfulness over the universe. He sees and watches over all. Consider verse five. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. Again, the psalmist says the Lord is your keeper. He is your protector. Your guardian is also your shade. Shade gives the illustration of protection from the sun. Whatever the pilgrim puts his hand to during the day, protection will be provided. Verse six, the sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. As the pilgrims would walk on their journey, the sun would produce some intensive heat. However, The psalmist says, the sun will not strike you or pierce you by day. And then he adds, the moon by night. The moon here balances the parallelism to include all the dangers of night. In other words, the Lord will guard his people. He will protect them throughout their day and night. So whether at home, at work, awake, or asleep, God is your shepherd and is protecting his people from all kinds of dangers happening under the sun and moon. Oftentimes, we don't think or can even imagine the number of trials under the sun and moon the Lord protects us from whether it is a car accident, loss of a job, a fall, or some other sort of trial, we simply don't know. And this is not to say when bad things occur that he is not protecting us, but one can only imagine the different sufferings throughout the day and night that the Lord protects us from. Verse seven, the Lord will keep you from all evil He will keep your life. The psalmist again expresses confidence that the Lord will protect you. The Lord will keep you. This time, the psalmist says, from all evil, not just some evil, but from all evil. And this doesn't mean that bad things won't happen. But he says, he will keep your life. And even if the Lord takes our life, he is still protecting us. How? Because for those who believe in Jesus Christ, the Lord alone is the one who will guard the pilgrim's life. Any adversities that come upon his life during this journey, the Lord will protect him. Any evil attempting to take the pilgrim's life. Jesus warns us of wars and persecution before his second coming in Luke chapter 21. But in verses 16 through 18, listen to what he says. Verse 16, you will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends. And some of you, they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head will perish. The Lord will protect his people. And just as the Lord protects the lives of his people on their journey to Jerusalem, so he will protect the lives of his people today, heading up to the new Jerusalem. Are you confident in the Lord Jesus? Your protector will keep you from all evil. This week, have you demonstrated fear, worry, or doubt? Doubting the Lord's ability to keep you from all evil? If this is you, then we need to ask the Lord to forgive us and to help us to trust in him. Verse 8, the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. The psalmist again says the Lord will keep, but he says here you're going out and you're coming in. This refers to he will preserve you. He will protect you as you go about your daily routines. As you venture out and come back into your starting point, God will protect you. And notice the time aspect when he says from this time forth, and forevermore. The Lord does this constantly. He will always watch over the psalmist's affairs. And this gives so much assurance of the Lord's protection. He is all knowing and forever watching. The Lord will see the pilgrim safely to his destination and back. And he will see you safely to your destination and back. One difference between God and us is that we all have different vantage points. I remember going to a parade during the holiday season, and one band would come after another. And I would watch the parade go by one band at a time. The difference between us and God is that he sees the whole parade. He doesn't have to wait for each band to turn the corner. From the starting place to the finish, he sees the whole parade. He sees the whole package. That's why we must have confidence in his protection. We have to believe that he sees what we cannot. We have to believe that he sees what is not visible to us because we can't see around the corner. And this is what the psalmist was assured of. He didn't know what type of trials were in the hills, but he had confidence that the Lord would protect him and the Lord would keep him. In light of all of this, how do we apply this message tonight? Well, first, we can record past events of how God has protected us. Record past events of how God has protected you. This may include keeping a journal of the times God has kept you during trials. Reflect on what has happened and how did God respond. Secondly, pray this psalm. Pray God's word back to him. Lord, this is what you have done for your people. You said you will keep your people. Go to this psalm when you are having a hardship. Be reminded of God's goodness and his assurance that he will keep his people. And third, have someone read Psalm 121 with you. This psalm was probably read corporately amongst the pilgrims. Tonight, believer, you are a pilgrim. Whenever you are feeling alone on this journey in life, know that the Lord is your keeper. Know that he is your protector, your provider, and your guardian. This journey called life will bring about a number of different challenges, just as it did the psalmist. But Christian, you are on the greatest journey of your life. Embrace where you are on the way to where God is leading you, in heaven, to be with him forever. But, as you are on your way to being reunited with your savior, despite the trials, the tribulations, the job loss, the hurts, the pains, the diseases in this life, guess what? The Lord will keep you. In an excellent book on the Christian journey, Pilgrim's Progress, John Bunyan says this, he that is down needs fear, no fall. He that is low, no pride. He that is humble ever shall have God to be his guide. In this journey of life, trust God as he guides you and as he keeps you. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we thank you for this time tonight. We thank you for this psalm and just looking at the fact that you are our help in times of trial. And Lord, if there is anyone in here who is struggling with the fact of doubt, fear, and worry of your abilities to keep them, we pray that you comfort their hearts right now, that you open their eyes and help them to reflect upon your faithfulness. And Lord, we do pray that you continue to keep us in this journey called life. Whenever we feel discouraged, help us to turn to this psalm and be encouraged by your word. We thank you for tonight, O Lord. In Christ's name, amen.